It's no secret that real estate is one of the best investment vehicles out there. But with all the current uncertainty, how do we know when and where to put our hard-earned money to work for us? It's easy to become distracted by that shiny object or the quote-unquote next best thing. So how do we determine which strategies will best align with our financial goals? Whether you're an active real estate entrepreneur, a passive investor, or looking to get into real estate investing, our goal is to provide investors with the insights and strategies to build our portfolios all while protecting our capital. I'm Danny Nichols. And I'm Chris Thompson. This is the Two Smart Assets Real Estate Investing Podcast. Listen, if you're interested in passive real estate investing, but aren't sure how or where to get started, our passive investing guide walks you through the entire process from understanding the benefits to performing the due diligence. Download your copy today at twosmartassets.com and start taking action. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Two Smart Assets Real Estate Investing Podcast. I am your host, Danny Nichols, and today our guest is Camilla Jess. Camilla is an impact investor focused on providing social, environmental, and financial returns to investors. She is the founder and CEO of Steady Stream Investments, a published author, and a motivational speaker. Camilla, it's great to see you. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Danny. I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. It's been a long time coming. Super hyped to have you on the show. You know, so today we're going to jump into a topic that our listeners may not be familiar with, and that is impact investing. First time we've heard about this on the show, so super excited. But before we dive into it, let's give the listeners some context and hear more about your story, your background, and how you got into real estate. You bet. So I started investing in real estate when I was 22. So immediately um, it, in college, bought a house that uh, that we could house hack and we, and house hacked it and started learning about real estate and and realized, oh, there is something to this real estate thing. That's pretty cool because I, I was living for free. Nice. <laughs> and that was pretty amazing that I could live for free. Um, and so then I just started diving into books. I'm a big book learner. I love to read um, books, uh, especially nonfiction. And uh, and so I was reading a whole ton of real estate books, trying to figure out, well, how do we do it? How do we do it again? Because we didn't have very much money. Um, and and uh, and it was my husband and I at the time, and we were trying to figure out, okay, what do we do? So the next one we bought was a uh, live-in flip is what we called it. Basically, you buy an old junky house and you move in and and fix it up while you live there because you can get the best financing. You don't have to put very much down and it's the, it's cheaper financing. Um, so we did that and we actually proceeded to do that. And we still do that to this day. We oh, wow. have acquired many single family homes using that strategy. Um, it's not the most comfortable strategy <laughs> because you, you live in a construction mess for a long time and then you make it all super nice and pretty only to leave for somebody else to enjoy the nice and pretty. <laughs> so, you know, but it's actually a really great strategy to build a, a real estate portfolio, a very simple strategy. Like you don't have to go out and do mega huge deals. You don't have to like kill yourself trying to find the best deal on the planet. You can literally buy on market deals and use the strategy and build wealth that way. I think sometimes people get too caught up in, and uh, you know, trying to get the absolute best deal and find every single little off-market thing they can do and get so creative that it get it gets crazy, you know. And so there's there's definitely other strategies, other ways to do it. But uh, from there, after you know, we did that for about 15 years. We we built our single-family portfolio. We did small multis. I launched a property management company, and then um, decided several years ago that it was time to figure out how to buy an apartment complex. 
And uh, when I was looking at buying an apartment complex, you know, up until then, we had done everything kind of quietly on our own. We didn't partner with anybody. We used all our own money, all our own skills, all our own time. And when I looked at apartments and realized they cost millions of dollars, I took a peek at my bank account, went, yep, sure enough, not a million dollars in that bank account. How am I going to buy this apartment complex? Well, uh, then it dawned on me that apartment complexes are not bought on your own. You buy them as groups. And that's when I was like, wow, okay, this is interesting. A little nervous about that, to be honest, because I, you know, partnering with other people, I, you know, I didn't know how that would work because I, I've done the whole, you know, group projects in school and they didn't go so well. I had to do all the work. (laughs) (laughs) So that was, um, that was interesting to figure out. And then I realized that I could invest as a passive investor and and well, what does that even mean? A passive investor? Well, that meant I could just simply put my money into a into one of these apartment complexes. So I could join a group of other people who are just simply putting their money in, just like you put money into the stock market and someone else manages it for you. Exact same thing in real estate. You put your money into a real estate, it's called syndication, just a fancy word for group investment. And people and and other people run run it for you. And when I was looking at the returns that you could get, you could get this almost the same returns that I was getting on all those single family homes that I did. And I was blown away. And I was so frustrated that I had not found this sooner because I, you know, so we sold all of our single families and we put all of our passive and all of our money passively into apartment buildings, into, you know, multifamily and it was pretty incredible that I still got the same tax benefits, right? That's one. That's another huge reason to own real estate is because you get incredible tax benefits. Um, sometimes it can bring your tax liability to zero. Um, and then I was getting cash flow from these properties that matched or exceeded the cash flow I got from my single families, and. I'm still an I'm a direct owner in this property. Uh, you know, granted, I only own a piece of it rather than the whole thing. But since I'm a direct owner, I get to participate in the appreciation of that property. Uh, so all the exact same benefits, but I didn't have to put in any of the time, right? I didn't have to use my own muscles. I didn't have to use my own skills. You know, and and I got all that all that back. And you know, just completely mind blown. And, and so that's when I, after that experience, I was like, wow, this is amazing. I have got to spread the word about how awesome it is to invest passively. Cause it actually hasn't been around all that long for, for people to be able to invest passively into these types of investments. The government restricted it for some reason about 10 years ago and, and then they just opened it up. Right. And so, so now we can actually benefit and invest like this. Um, so that's why I launched Steady Street Investments. It really is an educational platform to teach the first-time passive investor how to get involved in these in these deals and how to benefit from from them because they're they're kind of hidden, right? They're 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 not easy to find and they're not um, they're not something that the general public really even knows about. And so that's what my mission is is to really help people understand how to invest passively. And so now. Now I partner with strong operators who've been doing this for you know years and years and years who know what they're doing, and I 
and I help to put together the groups of people to actually purchase the apartments. Yeah, that's amazing. You got you got a great story. And obviously we we're big fans of syndications and passive investing, but I do want to ask you a question. So, you know, you started uh and we kind of talked about this offline, but you started in single family and small multifamilies. And then, you know, you moved, like you said, into the passive investing, right? And now you're growing something a little bit on the active side in terms of apartments. But uh, you know, doing the the single family and the small multis and having a property management company, that's very, very active, right? I mean, that's that's gonna take up a lot of time, right? And and as you mentioned, you know, just a few minutes ago that, you know, moving into the passive investing, it really allowed you to free up that time, right? Uh, and the and the returns were somewhat similar to what you were getting before, right? So there was a lot of benefits there. Um, what I've noticed with talking to people um, who are newer to passive investing is the idea of giving up control. You know, can you can you talk about your experience with with that, right? Because really in passive investing, like you said, you're, you're investing in deals and the operating partners are going in, they're executing the business plan. Uh, but I know a lot of people who at first have a hard time getting their mind wrapped around that. Can you talk about your experience with that? Yeah, yeah, so- I am definitely a control person. <laughs> so I was telling Danny this offline, but I have five children and my five children, right? I, I run a tight ship, right? I have to, you have to, when you have a big family like that, there, there's just no extra time to just, you know, to do things. And so in order to get this child to tennis and that child to, you know, band and whatever, like all the moving pieces, there's a lot going on in addition to running a multi-million dollar business. And so the control aspect. So here's the thing. I, when I was looking at as a passive investor and thinking about, okay, what should I do? Should I put my money in there? I was nervous. I was absolutely nervous to give up the control. Um, But I realized that when I think about my vision, but what's my vision for life like in five years? Do I want to be working 80 hours a week on my properties? Do I want to be the one that's there mowing the lawns and dragging the kids along and making them repaint the walls because they didn't do it right the first time? <laughs> I mean, I mean, what's the what's the actual vision? Why do we even invest? We invest to create a beautiful life and whatever that beautiful life will look for you. For me, the vision did not look like actively being involved in my property. So the vision absolutely is complete passive investing. So if you can hire someone to do it for you and you make money on that hire, why would you not do it? Right. Why would you not allow that? Now, when you're looking at it though, um, so the the concept and the theory is fabulous. Now let's think about it in in terms of execution. So here I go, I'm ready to, okay, yes, I want to give up control because I want to not have to control everything. I want to like, just, I want to go to the beach when I want to go to the beach. I want to go on a bike ride when I want to go on a bike ride. Well, how do you feel comfortable giving up that control? And I think the answer here is, knowing the people that you are investing with and and making sure that you spend the time to understand who they are. One of my great investor friends, she does a background check on anybody she's going to do business with. Every single person, she did one on me and it was hilarious because I'm like, oh, you did, huh? She's like, yes, I did. Okay, great. What did, what did it find? What did you find? Yeah. <laughs> um, but she does a background check on every single person. It's something you can do as a passive investor. You can do a background check on on people. You can you can go in and you can search them. You can you can take your time, right? There's no 
rush. There's no hurry, especially as a first time passive investor. Most of my first time passive investors, they, from the time they meet me to the time they actually invest can take anywhere from six to nine months. And I'm totally comfortable with that because I want you to know my style and I want you to know my vision and my values. I want you to know what kind of integrity I have. And, you know, if I'm going to say, I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do, um, so that's that's really important for you to feel comfortable investing. But I'm going to tell you, you will never feel 100% comfortable. So if you're waiting for the 100% comfort to come and, and the, all the stars to align and then, you know, the choir to sing, it's not going to happen. You gotta, you're going to get 80% of the way there. And then you've got to just go for it and try it. And And if it doesn't work out, right? I mean, the worst thing that can happen is you lose your money. Yes, that sounds terrible and awful, right? That you you lose an investment because it's a higher dollar figure. It's typically 50, 50 or $100,000, right? But just know that's the absolute worst that can happen. And so when you are investing, make sure that's not the only $50,000 that you have, right? I, I don't want any investor to invest with me that only has $50,000 in the bank. You need to have a healthy, re- healthy reserves, um, because this money is not you know, liquid, right? It's not money that you can get back if you have an emergency or you have a challenge or, or, or whatnot, right? So just make sure that you have your own set of comfort with your own personal finances and then get comfortable with the, the team who you're going to be investing with. Yeah, those are, those are great tips. I love that. And especially the part about you know, creating a life by design, right? You have this vision, you know what that vision is, and then you're going to make everything around that vision, right? And so if you want more freedom, you want to be able to do things and go travel or whatever, right? Um, you know, investing passively can provide a lot of good opportunities for that. And, and your points about, you know, doing the due diligence on the on, on the team is super important, which is, it's also important for the for the operator to do somewhat, some due diligence on the, on the passive investor, right? Kind of to your point of, you don't want to be investing your last $50,000. I mean, that would be, that's, that's a bad idea straight away. So, mm-hmm. Uh, great points there, Camilla. Okay, so we follow you on social media. And, you know, by the way, recommend our listeners to do the same if you aren't already, because you got some great stuff coming out there. But uh, your Instagram handle is introverted investor. Talk to us a little about that. Why the introverted investor? Yes. So, I, well, number one, I'm an introvert. And uh, and uh, that's the, yeah, so Danny and I were talking about this. So we're both, you know, yeah. are on the introverted side. And, and I think that a lot of people think that's odd in real estate. So if you think about, you know, a real estate person, you know, what kind of image pops into your head? Well, they're pro- the image that pops in is probably someone who's uh, aggressive, who's all over the place. Who's like, you know, doing all these things and running like a thousand miles an hour and, you know, posting on social media every second and, you know, things like that. But, um, and so I some, sometimes um, introverts, so like, you know, 40% of the population are introverted in the, in America, in the U S right. It's different in different um, international um, places. Well, I think we, we, tend to think that introverts are not as good as business at business as extroverts because extroverts can more easily talk to people they can they they process by talking and we introverts process by thinking right so if someone asks me uh my opinion on a topic i need some time to be able to answer 
right? right. Like I need to, to formulate my, what is my, I have to think, oh, well, what is my opinion? And I have to like, I go internal to find that opinion. Whereas an extrovert, you say, what's your opinion? They go external to find their opinion. They just start talking about it and they, and then they come around to, okay, now here's my opinion, right? That's how they process. Um, and so as an introvert, um, I wanted to help other introverted real estate investors know that they can be successful in real estate, right? You don't have to be an extrovert. You don't have to do cold calls. You don't have to, you know, drive for dollars and knock on people's doors to find the best deal, right? Like, yes, that's a strategy people use and they're successful at it. And I'm like, good for you. Great. I'm so glad that you're using that strategy and you're successful. It's not a strategy that's going to work for me because guess what? That spikes my anxiety to like the highest levels. I, I, there's no way that I would be successful at that. And I think introverts sometimes, you know, get frustrated because they feel like that there's not good strategies for them. They, and, and so that's what I'm all about. Like that's my whole Instagram and TikTok now. My kids laugh at me because I'm on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, mom, you have TikTok. And yes. <laughs> um, so that's that's the whole point of that of of that is just to help other introverts. And and you know what? Here's a secret. Passive investing is the perfect investment for introverts because why? You know, it's not impulsive. Right. A deal comes, you know, you, if you get on somebody's list, so say, say you're on my list or you're on Danny's list, then a deal comes in your email. You have time to evaluate that deal. You don't have to make a split second decision. You can spend all the time that you need to really dive into it because, like a lot of introverts, are very careful. We, we're careful and we're careful studiers, we're planners. Right. And you don't have to have a lot of interaction with the sponsor team. Like you literally can just do all your things on the computer in the quiet of your home and make a good decision. And, and I think that's one of the things that I want to help people understand is that introverts can be super successful. Here's the thing, Warren Buffett, extreme introvert, right? And where is he? Super successful investor, right? So introverts can absolutely be successful. You know, I'm glad we talked about this because uh, I'm also very introverted, right? It's just one of those things, any sort of cold calling or any sort of anything like that. Oh, it's just, it's really tough for me. It's a really heavy task. Right. And so I think that, you know, being able to connect with other people like you and just hear your advice and kind of tips for getting over that and stuff like that. I think it's, I think it's pretty amazing. But another thing you're really into is, uh, is impact investing, right? We kind of talked about that a little bit earlier in your bio. So we definitely want to talk about that before we get out of here. Talk to us about what impact investing is and what it means to be an impact investor. Uh, so impact investing is kind of the, the second step after charitable donations. So we know that there's nonprofits out there and, you know, and, and I'm sure you do as well. Like we all donate to a charitable, um, charitable organizations. So one of the challenges though, for charitable organizations is that they don't have um, accountability for those funds. They don't have a lot of accountability for the funds. It meaning that if I donate, so say I donate $10,000 to a charity of my choice, um, I don't get anything in return, right? There's no, there's nothing coming back to me saying, Hey, thanks so much. This is what we exactly what we use your money to, to do. Right. And there's, and, and, and I know that they don't have the, um, the structure in place to be able to do that. So impact investing is kind of the second, the next step. It is investing in something that will produce a financial return for the investor, but also produces a 
social return or environmental return. I call that the investing trifecta, where you can achieve all three of these at the same time. Um, and whether that be in your, if you're, there's impact investing in like farms in Vietnam, for example, you can invest in those and you'll get a financial return, but then you'll also get some KPIs and some reporting back about how well the farms are doing and which farmers the money is going to, et cetera. Um, and so in, for me, if that's about working in, in multifamily, so in an affordable housing. So in all of my investments that I do, I make sure there's more than just a financial return that we're going to give to our investors. We always have some kind of element of um, social. So what are we doing for the community? And I think that's the beauty of investing apartments too. When I was investing in single family, um, I uh, we rented out to a section eight tenant, single mom with three kids. And it was pretty darn amazing for me. It felt so good to be able to provide a basic necessity of life for this woman and her family to be able to live and, and, and survive and thrive, right? Not just survive, but thrive in this environment. Well, that's a very small scale. If I can do that on a hundred unit scale at a time, now I'm making even more impact in in the world. And so, what does that what does that look like, right? I know, like very theory and woo woo, right? But but in practice and in execution, the things that we do is we um, we can set aside one or two units for women in transition. We can work with nonprofits and bring them in or, or homeless vets. We can have them come in or, or military families who are also in transition, who just need a place to stay for two months and they need to figure out how to get their housing. You can partner with those nonprofit organizations to do things like that. And, and then you can also create community events to really get your community um, and, and provide a way for them to connect with each other and to build build those connections and um, things. And then on the environmental side, what do you do on the environmental side? Well, multifamily is a great way to go in and, and we can reduce our carbon footprint by installing low flow toilets and faucets throughout the entire complex. We can go in and redo all the lighting to make sure that the lighting is more energy efficient. Um, we can install solar panels, like there's all sorts of things. And, and then even when you go in and renovate a unit, what do you do with all that garbage? Well, could you recycle it in some way? And so we, we try to think about these things and add in extra layers so that we make sure that every investment we're doing, we're giving our investors really great returns so they can have really good impact for their own families, their own family unit. Um, but also they have the chance to participate in an impact investment and make their dollar go further than just simply bringing back more dollars. That is amazing. I love that. You know, we, that's the first time we've talked about that on this show. And I know a lot of our, for a lot of our listeners, they've never heard anything like this. Um, I think it's, it's amazing. And it's a great way to add something into, you know, the investing side of it, you know, cause most people are just looking for return, right. But this is, this gives you that more. And so, and so you can probably speak on this. Does this really help drive home like your investor, right? I mean, people who are looking for this type of thing, this to, to impact, you know, have impact on, you know, social change or whatever. Are you finding that your circle is, is really tight knit and they know exactly that they fit with uh, your profile? 
Yeah. So it's amazing the the people that come out of the woodwork when you start, when, when you add this element to your investing business, um, people have come to me and, and are just, they're just thrilled. They're, they're over the moon excited to be involved in a project that does more than just, you know, return dollar upon dollar. Like, because really the, uh, you know, the government is trying really hard to solve problems like affordable housing and they have some programs, but I truly believe it's the capital world that needs to solve that. And the way we can solve that is by doing one impact investment at a time. And, and that will really drive the affordable housing crisis to, to, to solve it. But we need more people like me out there doing the same thing that are, that are really involved. And in fact, an investor friend of mine, we launched the impact investors network where we have a, you know, we have a monthly meetup where people come in and we discuss different ideas. And so one of the ideas we talked about was, you know, building with cement instead of wood, because that's more sustainable. And, you know, what, what can you do? And then we have, uh, you know, someone coming on who's a nonprofit expert who's going to talk to us all about how to, you know, interact with nonprofits and, um, and just really, I don't know, just really boost what we can do in, in the world. Because after all, you know, for me, it, uh, you know, yes, I have financial goals, but the impact that I want to leave on, on the world is much grander than those financial goals. I think it's amazing, you know, and I, I really hope that a lot of people listening to this can take this to heart and kind of learn more about your story and what you're doing and even active investors, right? Maybe uh, uh, more of us will get into into that side and really like, you know, cause change, right? I think that's, like you said, it's important and I think it'll be great uh, moving forward for a lot of people and hopefully more people jump on board with that. So thank you for introducing that. But, uh, you know, Camilla, this has been a great conversation. Really enjoyed uh, getting to learn more about you and your story. But before we get out of here, we're going to take some time and shine a spotlight on you. So tell us more about uh, Steady Stream Investments. Uh, I know you got a you got a, a free guide and then also a video course. Talk about anything you want. Yeah. So thank you so much. So I do for those of you who are passive investors out there, um, you know, for the introverts out there, I have a guide that's called um, the introverts guide to achieving success in real estate. And it walks through all the different reasons. uh, First off, why introverts are fantastic investors and why real estate is a really great avenue for introverts Um, goes through. I detail out six different um, real estate strategies that I think are perfect for introverts um, and how you can just really get involved. So you can just grab that. It's on it's on my website, steadystreaminvestments.com. And then if you also, if you're looking to invest passively, so I, I educate the first time passive investor. So I have a course on there called Passive Investing Made Easy. And it's a video course that walks you through from A to Z, all the different, all the things that you need to know to make a decision on whether or not passive investing is even right for you. Because you know, you, you don't know. You don't know if it's right for you unless you go through and you and you learn about it. Um, and so it's a it's a course about how to get involved and it even includes a 10-year plan. So if you were to invest in one of these syndications per year for 10 years, you'll be blown away by where you'll be in 10 years. Yeah, that's amazing. We're going to make sure to put all the links to that in the show notes and you know where they can get a hold of you. Uh, you're on social media, right? You are the introverted investor. Is that correct? I am. Yep. You can find me on Instagram as the introverted investor and TikTok and, and all those things. Perfect. We're going to make sure to put all the stuff in the show notes. And just for our past investors out there, this resource that Camilla is providing, the video course, you got to check it out, right? If it, to have this kind of resource as a beginning passive investor, priceless. I mean, seriously, this is a great resource. Uh, definitely go check that out. Camilla, It's been great talking to you. Thank you for coming on our show today. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. Head over to iTunes to subscribe to the show. And while you're there, we really appreciate you leaving a rating and written review. 
you have any questions or topics you'd like to hear on the show, connect with us on social media or through our website at twosmartassets.com. We look forward to speaking to each and every one of you. Talk to you soon.